Hello and welcome to the Destiny Church Podcast. We pray that as you listen to this message, it helps you grow closer to God and inspires you to live like Jesus. Thanks for listening. Here's the message. Can we just give it up for all our moms in the room? Come on, they raised you, they changed your diapers, come on. <laughs> no, but really, we are, we are thankful for all of our moms. I know maybe if you're a mom, a moment of silence would have been more preferred, but it's all good. <laughs> um, but we truly, we cherish you. Um, we just want you to know that we just um, that we celebrate the selfless role that God has put you in. We know it's not easy, um, but he believed that you can do it, and we're just so grateful for you guys. So before we go any further, I just want to go ahead and pray over our service. Um, so if you would just bow your head and close your eyes. Dear Heavenly Father, God. We just thank you for this time, Lord. We just thank you for each and every person um, that came into this room today, Lord. We know that you have something specific that you want to share with them, Lord. And I just pray that they leave here encouraged, built up, Lord, and challenged to just continue to chase after the things of you, Lord. I pray that you be with each and every one of our speakers, Lord. We just love you. We ask this in your mighty name, Lord, and we pray that this church would continue to foster kids. Amen. All right, so I'm convinced that motherhood is one of the most beautiful yet exhausting roles there is, right? Um, It's such an impactful role, though. What you may not realize is you have little eyes watching you all the time, maybe more than you'd like some days, but you always have someone looking at you and watching you. And, um, you know, motherhood... Um, is kind of, there's, a, there's kind of a, a quote that uh, Christian moms use kind of in the lingo of you're raising tiny disciples. Maybe you've seen it on a t-shirt or maybe you've heard that phrase, but there's this call that we're raising tiny disciples. Well, discipleship, it isn't just for mothers. It's, it's a call on all Christians. And in Matthew 28, 19 through 20, it says, therefore, go and make disciples. This is Jesus talking. He said, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples, teach these children to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even until the end of the age. You see, discipleship is leading someone in the process to be more like Jesus. Discipleship takes time, it takes effort, it takes energy. It's painful at times. Sometimes it's dirty, but it's rewarding. There's there's an eternity at stake that we have to raise our children, and I think we can agree there's some parallels between motherhood and discipleship, um, but if you notice in verse 20, you know, it isn't going to be easy at times, but verse 20, this is my favorite part. He says, I am with you always. So maybe you find yourself in a season where you're currently raising kids, or maybe they've left your home, or maybe you feel like you're just rocking this mom game, uh, or maybe you feel like you're in over your head. And, you know, I just want to encourage you, as you raise your children, he promises that he's always going to be with us. Um, And as I was sitting here a couple weeks ago, just kind of praying over this service of what God wanted me to share with you all, it's not often that I'm up here, so I really want to hear from him when I get the chance. So I just wanted to to see what he wanted me to share, and I felt like he kind of whispered this line that I just, I see you, mama. I see you in the day in and the day out and in the grind and in all that you do. I see you. Um, and, you know, I just think that no matter the season you're in, he, he sees you. And so I want to encourage you guys today. I want you to hear from a few other ladies other than me that have walked in your season, that have been in 
different seasons of life, and I want them just simply just to encourage you, just from a biblical standpoint, to encourage you that what you're doing is purposeful, that your work is purposeful. So ladies, you can go ahead and come up to the stage. Um, Men, I know you can glean from this too, so don't tune out. Um, You can grow in understanding and appreciation um, for the women that God has put in your life, whether that's the mom that raised you or the, the wife that's raising your kids. I know that you can just grow in appreciation to God for placing her in your life. So let's glean some wisdom. These women are going to share from their hearts. So listen up. Um, we're going to have Pastor Macy. She's our kids' pastor. She's going to be the first one to share. So. Thank you. Thanks, Abby. All right. So I see you expecting mamas. I see your flood of emotions, the joy, excitement, anticipation, lots of questions, and a little bit of anxiousness. You wonder if you're ready or if you'll be good enough. I see all the things that you need to get done, all the changes happening within you. But I see it's a lot to take in, so take a deep breath. I see that God chose you for this baby, your baby. I see that you are enough, you are ready, and you will be the best. Most of all, I see you in the most rewarding experience of your life. God chose you for this, and it's a, chi- it's a child of God. As you eagerly anticipate their arrival, slow down. Don't miss the opportunity to take in the miracle God has given you, the life he is forming within you. I see you expecting mamas because I'm one too. I see you, Mama, with little ones. You're caught between wanting to wish some of these difficult days away and desperately wanting to soak in every moment. You're told to soak it in. They grow up so fast. And you're grateful and blessed most days, but then sometimes you're just downright tired and stressed. You're in the so-called trenches. I see you starting breakfast, serving your family, only to sit down to a cold plate of food for yourself. You're working on little sleep, dressing toddlers, spending 30 minutes just trying to get everyone out the door, cleaning up little hands and faces and sweeping the floor from the thousands of crumbs every day. I see you cooking dinner while wrangling fighting kids who will most likely not eat what you prepared anyway. (laughs) You sit on the floor teaching your young children in the midst of your own messiness and your needs and your mental overload. You may be grieving or sick yourself or just want someone to mother you for a moment. When you do get time away, you may feel guilty or you just can't fully enjoy it because you know someone is probably crying for you somewhere. If only you could have an uninterrupted shower or make a phone call or have a date night without it feeling like you need to move heaven and earth or go to a store without little hands reaching for everything or someone making a scene. You're You're doing holy work as you commit yourself to your children who are incredibly dependent on you in this season. And you need to hear today that your investment brings a return long after your children are out of your direct influence and focus. But mama, I know that these days are hard. We have been given heaven's treasure with the assignment to build something of eternal significance, and we need God's guidance and grace. This time of their lives is a time of exposure to heavenly values that become a blueprint for their futures. In 1 Kings 3, 5 through 15, King Solomon asked for wisdom to lead God's people, and God is so pleased by his request that he not only does that, but lavishes upon him other great things, even lengthening Solomon's life if he obeys God's commandments. We may not be kings seen by the eyes of many, but we are mothers tasked with teaching, training, and raising up children seen by the eyes of God. God takes much pleasure in us asking for help, as he did with Solomon. Prayer is effective and powerful, especially whenever it comes from a godly mother. 
when we are tempted to think our work is unseen, undervalued, or lacking in excitement, let us remember who we serve, a God who sees it all, values things opposite of the world, and rewards those who are obedient to him. His love can motivate ours, and because the spirit is at work in us, no season is ever wasted. Motherhood is made up of a million tiny moments for worship, and what a privilege it is to be raising children for the kingdom. Mama with little ones, I see you because I am you. And most importantly, God sees you and he has created you with his nature inside of you. You have all that you need to care for your young children and you're doing an amazing job. I see you single mamas because I am you. You may not know me, so I'm going to share a little bit of how I got here. Being a single mom isn't something I ever imagined would be part of my story, but just a few short months after my son was born, my marriage took a turn for the worst. I fought and prayed hard for restoration. Unfortunately, it was not reciprocated. A year later, I came to find out about my husband's unfaithfulness, which ultimately led to our divorce. Despite the heartbreak and confusion I felt in that season, it's undeniable that the Lord was still with me. God orchestrated every detail of my life during that time. My position at work opened back up after I left to be a stay-at-home mom. I became part of an amazing church and gym, found the perfect little house, began reading books that in hindsight were ultimately preparing my heart. I met and connected with so many people who had shared similar stories, joined a Bible study with a group of amazing women, and the list goes on and on. During this length of time, I had no idea, but God was preparing me and setting me up for success, success to be a single mom. He knew what I needed, and he provided. So, single mama, I see you. I know how hard it can be. I know what it's like to grieve the family you once dreamed of, all the moments and milestones you were looking forward to sharing with someone else. I know how lonely it can feel when you just want to hear that you're doing a good job despite all the tantrums they might throw and how messy the house is. I know how exhausting it is. From preparing dinner to doing dishes, the endless amounts of laundry, bath time, bedtime routines, juggling all of that on top of working full time and trying to be as present as you can. Wondering if you're doing the right thing, doing it right or doing enough. Wondering if the example you are setting is good enough. But mama, I also know how rewarding it is. You aren't just a single mom, you are a super mom. A verse that I find comfort in when the days are just a little bit harder is Isaiah 41.10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Single mama, not only do I see you, but he sees you. He sees you in your struggles, in your loneliness, in your brokenness. You are not alone. God saw you fit to be this little boy or little girl's mama. He designed you for this role. You are stronger than you know. You are doing great. Keep going. You've got this. I see you, mama of teens. I see you there waiting, alert and wide awake, to ensure your babies arrive home safe, hoping and praying they made wise decisions during their late night escapades. I see you as you walk by the room, closing the door, because let's face it, we have to choose which battles we are willing to explore. I see you there biting your tongue, or maybe saying too much, in the moments when you just want to equip them with all they need before you release your clutch. It can be hard to know when to loosen the reins. Just know, dear mama, you are doing great. I see you concerned over the friends they keep, the snaps they send, wondering if you've prepared them for this wild rat race. I see you there worried if you've done enough to prepare them for all that they may face. I see you in the moments when emotions run high, when it hits you that all they need is a simple good night. I see you, mama of teens, and I assure you, you are doing more than all right. 
They will one day remember the nights you made sure they were safe. They will remember when they could come to you and you listened with gentle nods and loving grins. Keep being their biggest supporter, dear mama. Trust me, it's getting in. You are doing great, mama, and your conversations will carry them for years to come. There is no need to worry, mama. No, you have made a bigger impact than a silly snap. Keep sharing your wisdom, keep lifting them up. They may act like they don't care, but they value it far more than they care to show. The emotions will always come and go because your deep love for them will never end. I know some days for the teen mama can be hard. Keep digging in. Trust them, sweet mama, because you are their greatest friend. I see you working, mama. I see you waking up early so that you can be ready for the eight to 10 hour work day. I see you every night arranging and shuffling so you can get your kiddos to practices, games, recitals, birthday parties, and hopefully you can squeeze in a load of laundry or a grocery pickup in between. I see the juggling you do so you can get dinner on the table, keep the house in order, give baths, give snuggles, play catch, and read bedtime stories. I see the late nights wrapping up loose ends so that everything is in place for the next day. They see you too. They see you loving them harder than anyone else ever could. They see your strength, they feel your love. They are learning that they can do hard things because they see you doing hard things. Lose the mom guilt. You are allowed to be both a good mom and a working mom. Sometimes the days may feel long, but the years really are short. When you're at work, don't feel bad. When you're at home, be at home and cherish the time you have with them. I see you working mama because I'm a working mama too. I see you waiting mama. Oh no, 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 you have not been forgotten. I see you in the waiting mama, in the tears, in the questioning, in the doctor's office, in the frustration, in the loss, in the discouragement in the unknown and in your life that isn't going as planned. As a little girl, you rocked your dolly, cared, nurtured, and dressed it, dreaming of the day when you would be called mommy too. And maybe your arms are empty now and you haven't heard a little voice call you mama, but I see you and the desires you have have not been forgotten. I see you mama because I've been you and I know the hollowness that comes every, Mother day each, every Mother's Day each year. But in the waiting, the Lord is working, and the Lord isn't surprised by your journey. In fact, he's right there with you, willing to walk there with you. He's, he's a healer. He's the author of life. Nothing happens without his say. It's not on probability or possibility, but it's on God's ability, and he is able. He is able to write your story even better than you have planned. He sees you now. He knows your thoughts, whether you'll admit them or not. He knows the words spoken over you, infertile, barren. But the definition of mother isn't just a woman who gives birth, but who has the responsibility of physical and emotional care for a specific child. If this speaks to you as it did to me, there are children out there that need physical and emotional care. They need a mama's love. So lift up your head. Don't walk in shame, brokenness, fear, or doubt. Your story may not look the way you envisioned, but I promise he can do more than you imagined. Ephesians 3.20 says he can do immeasurably more than you ask, think, or imagine according to his power that's at work within us. I see you waiting, Mama. Now hand over the weight you carry to the Lord and believe him for immeasurably more. I'm the older generation, 
the empty nester season mom. Give me some grace here. older ladies get me. <laughs> oh, wait. It's <laughs> good. It's all good. Oh, I just love these ladies. I love this church. I love the pastor <laughs> and his wife and his babies. All right. I see you, Mama. I'm the empty nester. I'm the grandma. I'm the Gigi and the mom. Having raised four amazing, beautiful children and am now blessed with five grands, it's about relationship. A relationship with God is key to everything, especially on our, with our own children. I am speaking to those who are children, and that would be everyone in this room, to those who are in the womb, to those who are in the firmament of the foundations of the earth, who are not yet physically here, into our parental symbiotic relationship that we have with our God, the Father, through Jesus. Today, we are all children, and we have a father, but God chose Mary to be the mother of God. God made all of us because he wanted a family. He is a God of relationship, and he sees you, and I see you, Mama. God designed a mother uniquely. I believe as a mother having raised four, miscarrying my first, and now enjoying grands, and having wisdom and knowledge and experience, my relationship with God continues to go deeper because of my children and their children. There are seasons to life, and God uses these to make our lifelong relationship with God relevant and meaningful through our relationships with our children. We are tethered to God just as we are tethered to our children, and the intense connection we experience with our children is how our God experiences his love for us. But there are no words to describe this love. So here is an attempt to try to verbalize how much God's, God loves his children. It is synonymous of God's love for us through the connection of a child to a mother. pregnant, the cells of the baby migrate into the mother's bloodstream and then circle back into the baby. It's called fetal maternal microchimerism. For 41 weeks, the cells circulate and merge backwards and forwards, and after the baby is born, many of these cells stay in the mother's body, leaving a permanent imprint in the mother's tissues, bones, brain, and skin, and often stay there for decades. Every single child a mother has afterwards will leave a similar imprint on her body, too. Even if a pregnancy doesn't go to full term, these cells still migrate into your bloodstream. Research has shown that if a mother's heart is injured, fetal cells will rush to the site of the injury and change into different types of cells that specialize in mending the heart. The baby helps repair the mother while the mother builds the baby. This is often why certain illnesses vanish while pregnant. It's incredible how mother's bodies protect the baby at all costs, and the baby protects and rebuilds the mother back so that the baby can develop safely and survive. If you're a mom, 
you know how you can intuitively feel your child even when they are not there? Well, now there is scientific proof that we're not crazy. That mom <laughs> that moms carry them for years in years even after they have given birth to them. Think about that. I could not have parented my children without knowing God the way I have parented them. It's called godly parenting and you cannot be a godly parent without God. And God is our father. And he has something to say about families and knowing him and having a relationship. I'm going to close with this. And if you want to close your eyes and really meditate on this, this is holy anointed word of God. And this is a word for us parents and children and for everyone in the room. Dear God, God the Father chose you long ago and knew you would become his children. And the Holy Spirit has been at work in your hearts, cleansing you with the blood of Jesus Christ and making you to please him. May God bless you richly and grant you increasing freedom from all anxiety and fear. All honor to God, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for it is his boundless mercy that has given us the privilege of being born again so that we are now members of God's own family. Now we live in the hope of eternal life because Christ rose again from the dead and God has reserved for his children the priceless gift of eternal life. It is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay. And God in his mighty power will make sure that you get there safely to receive it because you are trusting him. It will be yours in that coming last day for all to see. So be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though the going is rough for a while down here. These trials are only to test your faith to see whether or not it is strong and pure. It is being tested as fire tests gold and purifies it. And your faith is far more precious to God than gold. So if your faith remains strong after being tried in the test tube of fiery trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day of his return. You love him even though you have never seen him, just like that baby in the womb. Though not seeing him, you trust him. And even now you are happy with the inexpressible joy that comes from heaven itself. And your further reward for trusting him will be the salvation of your souls and your children. Obey God because you are his children. Don't slip back into your old ways doing evil because you knew no better, but be holy now in everything you do, just as the Lord is holy, who invited you to be his child. I see you, Mama. Come on, can we give it up for all of our ladies? You can take that. You girls can be dismissed. Thank you so much for sharing from your personal experience and your personal season. I want to invite every woman in the room to stand to your feet for a second. Uh, I want to read a letter over you that's from the heart of the Father. In creating this letter, I've taken every line is formed from a piece of scripture that I've turned into modern day language. I want to read this over you. I see you, daughter. The precious thoughts I have about you cannot be measured for they are outnumbered by the grains of sand on every shore I've made. I see you, daughter. I remember watching you being formed in the dark of your own mother's womb. I saw you before you were born. I laid out every moment of your life with good plans. I see you, daughter. I did not make you weak 
I was sure to make you energetic, strong, and hardworking. I was sure to equip you for every good work. They see me in you every day. I see you, daughter. I made you beautiful, but remember, the beauty won't last, but your love will. And I love the way you love me, and I love the way you love them. I see you, daughter. I often find myself rejoicing over you in song. Joyful melodies fill my mouth as I watch you breathe and move. I am pleased with the masterpiece that you are. I have assigned angels to guard you. I have kept you and protected you. So daughter, you don't need to worry. I want you to notice how I provide for the birds and how I tend the flowers of the field. Aren't you far more valuable to me than these? Keep seeking me. I have all that you need. Every tear you've cried, I've caught. Every mistake you've made, I've used. I am for you and not against you. If even earthly fathers know how to give good gifts, won't you trust me to give you that much more? I see you, daughter. Stay near to me. Depend on me. Look up to me. Don't lose sight of eternity. And remember, your work here is purposeful. Could everybody stand to their feet with me? I want to pray over the whole room, Father. I pray that you would bless them, that you would protect them, that you would make your face shine upon them, that you would be gracious to them, that you'd show them your favor and give them peace. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Hey, what an awesome day, huh? Moms, I hope you feel built up. I hope you feel seen. I hope you feel celebrated. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you'd like to learn more about Destiny Church, how to get connected, or give online, visit destinychurch.me. Have a great week.